Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Let's go. Mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who dat? And welcome back to the Canafter Chronicles podcast. I'm your host as always, Brendan Ertle. First off, I hope you guys enjoy that intro music as much as I do. I mean, I've had it for a very long time, and it, it still bangs. I mean, every time I do a podcast, I'm I'm jamming out to it. So, uh, first off, that's what I was thinking about. But there hasn't been a ton of Saints information going on these past few weeks. So, you know, I've been kind of quiet. I mean, there's not much to talk about. Uh, thankfully... Football somewhat back. We had OTAs this week, and it's been exciting. Uh, it's been some content to talk about, and we've got to see, you know, Tyron Matthew in black and gold for the first time in, in forever, you know, and he's back home. So it was it was exciting to see. Obviously, OTAs. If people don't really understand, it's called off-season training activities. So it's not very important. I mean, it's important to be in the building, make connections with these guys, but these practices is more like getting in shape, staying in shape, uh, you know, keeping up the ball skills. And they're not doing a ton of, like, seven-on-sevens or things like that. They'll do routes on air. They'll do, you know, sprints. They'll run through coverages. They'll work on technique and stuff. But it's not something like training camp where they are just, like, working super hard and trying to get back in football shape. It's not really like that. So the the importance of OTAs isn't as important as, like, a training camp, but it still is very important. So, I mean, first off, I mean, there's there's tons of things to talk about in OTAs this week. Uh, going back from this year to last year, OTAs last year, nothing. There was really zero buzz about the team. There wasn't much excitement. I mean, we were we were excited about, like, guys like Marcus Callaway and things like that. And this year, it's just a whole different feel. It's an excitement to be in the building. The reporters and media can be in the building. You can be in the locker room for the first time in, what, two to three years? There is a different buzz to this football team. And there's no question mark at quarterback. There's no question mark at wide receiver. We have a, obviously, a new head coach. So that's new. But the buzz around this team is a lot more exciting than it was last year. A lot more. And that's fun. It's fun to go into OTAs excited. 
It is. So, I mean, the main headline of this whole week, and it's going to be the main headline pretty much up until week one, is Jameis Winston. How's he look? Uh, Tours ACL, MCL, meniscus. He said that's looking and feeling great. Uh, we got to see him out there in action. I was surprised to see him out there. We shouldn't have been because just a few weeks ago, he's like, I'm going to be back way before training camp. And, you know, it's way before training camp. Uh, training camp really starts in like late June, early August, kind of around that time frame. So to see him back in the field right now is really good. Obviously, the time of the injury, it was like, okay, hopefully he can get to this point. It's been seven months, around seven months since he did that on Halloween. So, I mean, he really talked about in like his interviews, like how important it was for him to do everything rehabbing the correct way. Just because it happened so early in the season that they had so much time to figure this out. It wasn't a rush to get back on the field. And kind of like, you know, different players the Saints had, they got hurt later in the year. It's a different rehab process. You know, they are on a shorter time frame. So guys like MT and Jameis Winston, you know, they've been rehabbing for a while. So hopefully, you know, OTAs is super early. It's it's really early to be out there. And the fact that he said he's 100% on his dropbacks and things like that, is really, really encouraging. Some interesting, he said that he'd be playing this year with uh, the brace on his knee, which if you've ever played football or had a brace on your knee, it doesn't really affect you in any way, but it, it is more so for support, and so it doesn't happen again. So not much to be concerned about there, but just seeing Jabu out there, uh, he's got to lose the, the, the towel on the helmet. I don't know what that was or what kind of swag he was trying to pull out first day uh, OTAs, but that ain't it. That ain't it, kid. Um, but overall, love just to see Jameis out there and just see him move around. And he's such a positive attitude. I mean, you watch his interviews, and he's unlike any person you'll ever meet because you'll ask him a question, and he gives you 110% of his attention. And he will give you, you know, he's not going to BS the answer. He's not going to give you the short answer. He's going to give you the best response he has. And, I mean, I was watching Chris Lowry's interview as well. They, they say Jameis Winston. His face just lights up. He's been here for, what, two to three weeks? And it's three practices with, with Jameis and Chris Olave together. And he is already smiling so big like that. So I'm looking forward to the Jameis era and seeing you know him be QB1 the whole offseason. And the locker room respect that because, you know, Cesar Ruiz said, like, it doesn't really change anything in terms of calls or how the offense really works. I mean, there's little things, but more of a culture and leadership standpoint. You can't be a leader unless you lead yourself. And for a QB2 or QB3 to be the leader of a locker room, it just doesn't make sense. So now that Jameis is the quarterback one going into this season, I think it's going to look a lot different. I think he's going to be better and take charge of this offense. Now moving on to the other large part of OTAs, uh, it's Michael Thomas. Obviously, didn't practice and I don't think it's 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 really not a big, huge concern for me personally. Uh, the big thing was he was there, he was there, in the building. Now we didn't we never saw him. We never saw him in any pictures or interviews or anything like that. But you're not going to. The good thing is he's in the locker room with those guys, talking with them, building chemistry. Kind of the most important part is doing rehab in the Saints facility. And it doesn't really seem like that should be that important for for many people, but. I'll go to the Zion Williamson situation. He was away from the team for so, so, so long. And he comes back just to be there, you know. It, it is so 
different with him there rather than him not. I mean, it's weird how we had two star players on our basketball team and our football team have major foot injuries that kind of took him away from a, a very, very long time and not just off the field and court, off away from the team. So having those guys back just in the locker room is huge. Having Chris Olave being able to just you go up to MT after practice and just talk to him. I mean, it's it's really important to have him there and rehabbing there. And I really think he is close to getting back on the field. Obviously, Dennis Allen didn't really have a time frame. He said he's taking baby steps, making right strides, getting back on the field. And I just posted two weeks ago uh, a video of him running, which is a really, really, really good thing. And obviously, he, he had he's had a really hard time with that foot and getting that back healthy. So seeing him running on the field with cleats on is like seeing Zion Williamson on the court dunking. So positive thing there, he's just in the building. I'm not too concerned. Like I said, it's really, really early. We're still two or three months away from training camp. So he has plenty of time to get 100%. And even if he misses a bit of training camp, that's fine. I mean, Thomas, we'd love to see him back in the 2019 form. But right now, we don't need that. We just need Michael Thomas on the field. We don't want him running routes on one foot. So there's no rush to get him back in the field. Like Jameis, if you can get out there and do it, do it. But if you can't, there's no reason to. Now, moving on to another positive, uh, it was probably the most anticipated part of OTAs. We, the thing was, we didn't know who was going to be there and who wasn't going to be there, uh, but it sounded like Dennis Allen was anticipating Teron Matthew being at OTAs, and you know what? He was, and it was incredible, and it was everything that Saints fans ever imagined. For me personally, when they when they dropped the picture of Tyron Matthew and uh, in a Saints uniform, even with the practice uniform or no logo on the helmet, it just felt like a dream. It felt fake in a lot of ways. It's like this is really happening. From going on and watching him in the draft in New Orleans, slipping to the third round, uh, it, it's it's really really cool. And as I'm talking, the Saints tweet out another picture of Tyron Matthew, and it's just like the buzz around him being in the building is so different. People love him being there, and he's he's one of the few veterans who actually came which which I don't I don't mind um but just having him there was super super cool and the thing about Tyron Matthew I'll say is they call him the honey badger obviously you can't be the honey badger if you're not playing 100 percent and him being out there right now learning the playbook learning the coverages learning what to do um that's how you get to unlock the 100% mentality is knowing what to do. So just hit him, him getting out there earlier kind of gives him a step ahead from those other guys that aren't, you know. Uh, Marcus May was there, but still rehabbing that torn Achilles. Uh, lots of players rehabbing. But just having him out there was super, super cool. Have I mean, you talk to any player and they're like, you you walk in that locker room and it's just it's a different vibe. A long time Taylor tweet out like, you walk in that DV room, it's legendary. It's, it's a different vibe than anything you've ever seen before. And just wait to training camp because tons of veteran leaders and guys that are star players on the team weren't even there. And these OTAs felt like there was a really good team they put out there on the field and most of their good players weren't even there. So that's what I'll transition us into is who wasn't there. And again, I'll say this again before, before I talk about these players. It's not as important as some people think. Obviously, you'd love to have all the players there. And it's not because Dennis Allen's a new coach. People don't want to be there. I mean, tons of players in the NFL aren't going to OTAs. And here's why. Obviously, one of the main ones who aren't there, Alvin Kamara. 
Now, he is doing probably daily, hourly, weekly workouts with Dr. Reef, who's one of the best trainers in the business. He's not going to stop his program right now. There's no reason for Kamara to be at OTAs. He knows the playbook. He knows he's in shape. It's more important for Kamara to follow his workout plan than be at OTAs. And, you know, Dennis Allen knows that. And all the staff knows that. There was no absence that the Saints were surprised of. There was no Kyler Murray just not showing up one day because he wants a new contract. There was none of that. So that's not a huge concern. Now, so most of these players are either, you know, doing their own workout regimen, plan, whatever you want to call it, or probably on vacation, enjoying their time and, you know, doing their own thing. So the players who were not spotted, at least for one or a couple practices, uh, Kamara, Marshawn Lattimore, Andrews Pete, James Hurst, Bradley Roby, Michael Thomas was not at practice, of course, in the building. Mark Ingram, Demarlo Davis, Jarvis Landry, uh, Davenport was there rehabbing. Peyton Turner was there rehabbing. CJ Garner Johnson missed one practice. Uh, Deontay Hardy wasn't there. Taysom Hill wasn't there. And PG Williams wasn't there. So lots of players. I mean, that's a good bulk of your star roster right there. Not there. And if you're worried about players not going because, you know, they're too cool for OTAs or it's you know, leadership problems. Demario Davis didn't go. So, if Demario Davis isn't going, you know, you don't really need to. It's like if your boss called you and was like, hey, we have a, a free uh, optional training today that you can come in and do if you want. You can stop what you're doing for your summer. You can, you know, move to a different state for a week, a few weeks, and you can come do this training. You know, you might be like, eh, that's... Just not the right time for me. And you know what? OTAs, it's 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 hard to kind of assess what these players are doing because, again, it's just kind of running around and getting to know the players and getting to know the playbook. There's no one-on-ones or things like that. So at least things that we can see. It's more of just evaluation of your team and roster and see who you got. And obviously there's a ton and ton of tryout guys and uh, undrafted free agents who are there. And obviously you want to see your draft picks out there too. So I think it's more important for these younger guys to be out there and rehabbing and uh, just getting to know the team and the playbook and what the NFL is like. So I think it's more important for like guys like Olave and Trevor Penning, you know, Alante Taylor to be out there, learn the guys, learn the playbook, and just get adjusted to the NFL. Now the last thing I'll talk about is something that isn't too concerning, but a little bit. Uh, tons of players rehabbing right now. Obviously Marcus May towards ACL or towards uh, Achilles. Jameis Winston towards ACL. He's out there still rehabbing. Michael Thomas obviously rehabbing his foot. The guys who I'm kind of worried about. Marcus Davenport, Paint Turner. Both rehabbing. It feels like every year, every practice, either one of those guys miss a practice. And it's starting to become frustrating. I'm not going to overreact because I think it's really, it's, it's honestly fine. Now, Peyton Turner is still rehabbing his injury from week two of the NFL season. And what is kind of frustrating about that is Jameis Winston, five weeks later, towards ACL, MCL, meniscus. And he's back on the field. And Peyton Turner is still not on the field, still rehabbing. It's just kind of exhausting. It's like, this kid could be a really good football player. What we saw from him in the, the first two weeks, obviously it was very, very raw stuff, but he can be a good football player. He can be a good edge rusher in this in this league. But like we talked about Davenport, availability is the best ability. 
and it's not like he's like missing a game here and there. He obviously it was one year, and I'm not gonna base it off that. But one injury kept him out the entire season, and it's starting to affect him this season. OTAs. Now I bet the Saints, even if it was 98%, they'd be like, nope. We're not risking you getting hurt again. Just keep rehabbing. It's not worth it to be out there. There's really we know what you have. We know what you have in you. There's no point. So it might be that where they're just kind of like, no, slow down, take it easy, because this really isn't that important for players that are still rehabbing, like MT. So I'm not going to overreact yet, but it just is a little frustrating. I think all Saints fans can be frustrated that it seems every week it's either Davenport and Paint Turner on the injury report. Now, Davenport, they exercise his fifth-year option. He's going to get paid, paid pretty soon. So it's really important for Davenport to be healthy and, you know, break through this year. For the Saints, it's important for Peyton Turner to break through this year because if Davenport's out of their price range, Peyton Turner's got to step up. He'll be the next guy. So I think this is a really, really important year for both of those guys. Cam Jordan, obviously, we thought he was declining last year, and all of a sudden he... Pops off and becomes a pro bowler again. So not really worried about that side of the ball. But Davenport and Turner need to have a big year collectively. And you know, that defensive line room is stacked. If those guys miss time, you know, they have other guys. They obviously went out there and signed Taco Charlton as well. They have Tonio Passigno. They have Carl Granderson. It's a stacked room. So if you're going to miss time, you might lose your job. So besides that, besides you know, being frustrated about players rehabbing and whatnot, uh, the Saints are done with OTAs for this week. They'll be back next week, May 31st, and that'll run through uh, June 2nd. And I believe they have one more OTA period after that. And then after the OTAs, everything is mandatory. Um, and you actually can get fined up to $50,000 if you don't go to those things. So uh, hopefully we see everyone there come you know July, August. But... Kind of wraps up first week of OTAs. Not much to talk about. Just more seeing the players on the field. And you know what? I have a picture of Tyron Matthew in black and gold pop up on my screen again. And it, it is a beautiful thing. And it's something to be excited about. Thank you guys for tuning in today's episode. I'll catch you guys next week about OTAs week two. Thank you guys for the love and support. And I'll see you guys next episode. Who that? Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know that?